Welcome back to another edition of the EM Stud Podcast. This is Scott Wieters, your EMED coach. And I'm Nate Lewis. And today, we're fortunate enough to have on several members from RAMS, which stands for Residents and Medical Students. And this is an organization within SAEM. And to tell us more about it, let's introduce our guests. Hi, this is Christine Lowe. I am a PGY3 resident at The Ohio State University over in Columbus, Ohio. Hey there, everyone. Uh, I'm Nahal Naik. I'm a PGY2 at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., and I'm the RAMS president. Hey, my name's James Lee. I'm a third year at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, I am also on the SAEM board. Awesome. Quite a panel here today. And I have to say, Nahal, it's so great to see you again. You were uh, one of my students here. That's right. Literally, uh, how many years ago now? It feels like forever. Not that long ago, just a year and a half back at VCU. It feels like longer to me. I, I don't know why. <laughs> just, um, but anyways, great to have you on the show. So one of the things that we like to do with our guests is just get a little bit more information about why you all chose emergency medicine. We have um, some students who are still trying to wrestle with that question. So if you could, uh, maybe Nihal, I'll start with you. Just how, what's your backstory? Sure. So a uh, bit of a giveaway. I went to medical school at VCU. I uh, had great mentors like uh, Nate Lewis and uh, Joel Mole, the program director of the emergency medicine residency there. But what, what I'm more realizing why I truly went to emergency medicine, yes, I truly love that acute pathology, the undifferentiated patient that comes into the emergency department, truly that mystery that you have to figure out right then and there. But what I'm liking more and more about emergency medicine is that we're kind of that unfortunate band-aid to American healthcare. We're the America's safety net. America doesn't have a huge amount of social care, and it mostly relies on us. And I take a lot of pride in that. We're always open the emergency department, 24-7, 365. Sure, I definitely take care of patients who are in strokes or traumas or CPR cases, but I'm able to connect with people in the community and have a real like a pulse on, on the community around me about what their health care needs are, um, get them hooked up with mental health resources, housing resources, and realizing that my job is not just as a doctor, but really is to care for that patient as a whole. And that's what really got me into emergency medicine. Yeah, that's awesome. How about you, Christine? So I uh, went to WashU over in St. Louis, Missouri uh, for medical school. Uh, my path was a little bit unconventional. I had finished five years of lab research after finishing a PhD. And when I returned to my third year clerkships, I really had no idea of what I wanted to go into. So I had to do a lot of soul searching, um, went through multiple subspecialties, rotations, and I realized that there was a facet of each specialty that I really enjoyed. And I was looking for a specialty that could really encompass the language of multiple specialists and have exposure to a diverse range of patients. And echoing a little bit of what Anihal had um, talked about, I really enjoy the undifferentiated patient. I also really enjoy treating a wide range of clinical presentations, diseases, and being able to work in a very large team that ranges from our EMS colleagues um, to the nursing staff, our respiratory therapists, and of course our specialist consultant colleagues. And being able to be exposed to uh, various aspects of medicine was really what drew me to emergency medicine. I love working with my hands. I get to have that exposure um, in this specialty. And I 
and, and to echo as Neal said, I really enjoy sitting down and talking to the patient, understanding why they're here in the emergency department today, what it is that brought them here and why they don't have a primary care physician or why they can't get connected to a lot of the resources that we think many people should have, but many people do not have access to. And so this is what gets me excited to wake up every day and go on shift. Um, so for me, my interest in emergency medicine probably started uh, even prior to medical school. I was on a collegiate EMS service, so got a little exposure in that. I went to Drexel University for med school and I uh, really kind of liked every specialty a little bit um, during my clerkships, which ended up being a good match for emergency medicine. Uh, for me, emergency medicine goes beyond just uh, the really cool stuff like licensing strokes, being there for someone in need. Um, Sometimes it may not even be medical. They might need a new pair of socks. They may need, just need a juice and a sandwich for the night. We're just somewhere safe to stay. And just being there like in the trenches and the front line for these type of patients, um, caring for whatever they need and being there in their times of need is what makes emergency medicine special. Um, the other aspect is the people. Uh, we all have pretty diverse interests and we all do a lot of cool stuff outside of just clinical work, um, especially in academics, but even folks in the community, they, they have the time and the ability and the, uh, 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 I guess, ambition and personality to pursue a lot of extracurriculars as well. Man, Nate, where do you find these people, man? We've got these amazing superstars. These people are leaders. They're passionate. They're empathetic. They want to change the world. So, man, this is pretty cool. I love having these uh, young, interesting, uh, enthusiastic people on the show. So great job in getting everybody together. So, guys, we're here with the RAMS. Now, what is RAMS? What does it stand for? What are you about? Tell us more about this institution. Uh, thanks, Scott. That's a really good question. RAMS, really to its core, is residents and medical students. It's what the name implies. Uh, we're a division uh, of SAEM. We're under the larger umbrella of the organization of SAEM. And what we're here to do is truly advance the future of emergency medicine through the development of resident medical students into academic leaders. I'm sure a lot of the people you're hearing or who are listening to this podcast right now are going to be the future movers and shakers of emergency medicine. And often that's done through uh, academic emergency medicine. What's unique about us as a uh, resident medical student organization in the alphabet soup of emergency medicine organizations is that we are a important part of SAEM. And SAEM truly offers a good link to the big names in emergency medicine but also the mentorship that an academic community provides. Many of you may be at medical, medical schools where there are researchers, uh, you know, big academic departments for emergency medicine. Some of you may not be at places where there's a large academic emergency department, and you may have to look for mentorship resources outside. SAM and through RAMS can truly be that spot. When you are a part of RAMS, we involve you in activities in organizations and committees that are either specific to your academic interests, ranging from ultrasound to global health, uh, geriatric emergency medicine, the list goes on, but also to the day-to-day -day work that makes emergency medicine great, whether that be research and education. All of us on this board and a lot of us in, that are interested in working with RAMS work to promote emergency medicine through projects and work alongside some really big leaders in emergency medicine. And what I really like most about RAMS and SAM is that it really breaks down that barrier. When I joined it as a medical student, I was working with chairs of departments, uh, program directors, 
and they weren't just Dr. So-and-so, they were their first name. Um, they really became kind of my close friends and uh, people I can look up to, but also people I can reach out to on a day-to-day on -day basis and I can work with all across the country um, to either advance my career and to advance uh, the future of emergency medicine. So that's what RAMS truly is. It's truly bringing the power and uh, uh, resources of SAEM to the individual, and especially starting at an early stage in your career, especially those who are interested in becoming academic leaders in emergency medicine. So Nahal, I'm just curious, do you, um, do you have an idea how many of your members are residents and how many are medical students? Is it a, a pretty good mix then, I guess? So for, uh, for residents, we have about, uh, I want to say, 4,000 uh, residents that are part of a, yeah, for a fair amount of resident membership. Half of SAM's membership is residents. Uh, our medical student membership tends to change by year. Uh, right now, I think we're sitting between 300 and 500 medical student members. I don't know the exact number. Don't quote me on it. Uh, but we're always looking for more involvement for medical students. We're increasing opportunities for them and increasing uh, awards and resources to provide our medical students who are interested in academic EM. Well, Christina James, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your interest in getting into RAMS and maybe your uh, pathway getting there and maybe what you brought to the table. So my interests mainly lie in the education aspect of emergency medicine. Um, I am personally very interested in pursuing a career in academic emergency medicine, and education is a part that I honed in upon. Um, I think that there are a lot of resources out there, FOMED resources, publications, journals, and I think part of what made me interested in this whole community is the fact that there's so much out there and so much activity in the form of uh, media, text, um, websites. And one of the goals I had when I joined SIEM RAMS was to help organize some of these resources and um, let medical students know and residents know what's out there. Um, in addition, I also wanted to be involved in producing some of this content and when I heard about SAEM RAMS, and more specifically, I initially started with the education committee, that there were opportunities for us to be involved in creating content. That was really what drove me to join the organization and get started. I'm currently one of the co-chairs of the SAEM RAMS education committee as part of the SAEM RAMS board. And my co-chair and I have made this a priority for the group. Um, one of our um, uh, STAR projects um, is the SAEM Roadmaps Project, and um, there have been a number of roadmaps for various subspecialties of emergency medicine that have already been published, and we continue to work on additional roadmaps to help guide medical students, residents, um, you know, further in their careers to explore options and also resources, even if you're not interested specifically in pursuing that track in your future career, what resources there are um, in order to either further your knowledge or provide a background upon which you can build your further research or interests and take it from there. And so that was where I really took off in uh, my interest with SAEM RAMS. 
So this is James. Um, how I got involved was uh, joining some of the committees. So uh, for me, it was the uh, social media committee, virtual presence committee, and uh, the same committees for the RAM side as well. And then I saw opportunities to uh, kind of run for the board and luckily I, I got it and started uh, getting more involved and uh, was chairing kind of the FOMED and social media RAMS committee. At the same time, I've been working with like the SAEM virtual presence committee. So we've been doing a lot of uh, planning uh, for what the future of our website will look like. And there's lots of great resources, like some that Christine have mentioned that have been produced, like the roadmaps for all the fellowships and subspecialties in EM. Um, there's also a bunch of podcasts of various sorts that have been produced. Um, some of my favorites are the Ask a Chair podcast, which uh, um, we discuss uh, kind of the uh, um, route of EM and background and why they went into EM with various chairs around the country. Um, there's also a great resource online called SAEM SOAR, uh, which is kind of online resources. It has a great collection of a lot of great FOMED uh, websites and blogs, lots of podcasts, and also lots of the uh, lectures at our SAEM annual meetings are recorded and placed on there free for anyone to access, um, which is an excellent resource for both medical students and uh, residents and um, even beyond in people's careers to check out. So it sounds like uh, RAMS, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the real focus here is to provide resources for residents and students pursuing academic careers. Is that, is that roughly correct? Yeah. So I think obviously those who are even pursuing academic emergency medicine, but do you understand like while you're in medical school and while you're a resident, you're part of the sphere of academic EM because you're in a learning environment. If you just simply want to improve your place you work around and grow in your career, even while you're in training, SAM and RAMS is still a place for you. So tell me more about um, all of these these resources. Are, are they restrictive or exclusive to members, or um, how do you distribute all this stuff? So many of our resources are available um, online through the SAEM uh, website. This is accessible to anyone um, as long as they have internet access. So for example, the SAEM Roadmaps project that I had mentioned, this is free on the website anyone can access um, and so so there are multiple resources there um, you can link them I believe through the SAM Rams website I don't have the exact link memorized but if you google it it will be there so I'm gonna guess the other question is well why join SAM Rams what do I get for paying that $25 if I'm on an individual membership or $20 if I'm on a group membership you're right. All of our, our resources are for free. The reason we do that is we're here to support all medical students and residents in emergency medicine, regardless of their ability to pay. But that membership, what it truly offers you is to tap into that network that we have, to work within our communities uh, that are either focused in a niche in emergency medicine, uh, join our the, the large academies that are part of SAM, uh, and truly be a mover and shaker from much early on in your career and continue that throughout your career in emergency medicine. Um, and that's one of the big be biggest benefits of actually joining SAM and RAMS. There's also a lot of opportunities that are unlocked as well when you become a member. Um, there's interest groups in pretty much every um, niche in emergency medicine. There's also various academies like Global Health, uh, Ultrasound, uh, Women in EM, Diversity. Uh, so becoming a member kind of unlocks all these other opportunities as well. 
And do you have, I guess, on, on your on your board, or is that consisted of just residents or students or a combination of each? So we have uh, two elected medical student representatives at all times on our board, uh, the rest being residents. Um, nonetheless, we still the medical students still chair their own committees. So we still give the residents and medical students equal weight and responsibility when they're on the RAMS board. And so James, you talked about being part of the, the social media uh, committee and group. So tell us more about what you guys are doing from that angle and what projects you're involved with. Sure. Uh, so when I first got involved, I think a couple years now on the committees before I was on the board, uh, we didn't have a Twitter handle for SAEM Rams. Um, so that was started to kind of focus on tweeting and retweeting some of the materials online that are more relevant for students and medical students. Um, there are uh, plans of like kind of keeping up with the uh, social media times and having an Instagram in the future as well uh, for SAEM um, to continue kind of uh, having a good social media presence. Um, the other side of a lot of it's kind of like back-end and web development stuff and um, figuring out the best ways to uh, provide all the materials that we were discussing on the uh, SAM store. So all those videos that are recorded from annual meetings, um, all the various podcasts and FOMED blogs that uh, we have a list of and how best uh, for people to access it. Um, currently, it's free. Uh, you click there. Um, you go on the website, you click on uh, whatever topic you want, and it's all um, it's all organized by various topics in the emergency medicine, so it's easy to find what you're looking for. Um, but kind of going forward, we want to like get more, uh, track more analytics, figure out how best to distribute this to our members, because there's a lot of like really high yield uh, educational stuff out there that um, are currently hiding behind some links, but can be uh, provided easier to our members and audience uh, for the future. And I think that dovetails well. I mean, Christine, I kind of heard that you have this real passion for collecting, procuring, and, and filtering out some of this this good foam, and also you know home driven and, and created resources. So yeah, so a large part of that went into the SAM roadmaps project. As I said, it really divides um, multiple subspecialties into different paths that people can take in terms of their careers. And underneath that, we've been curating multiple resources ranging from journals to texts um, and FOMED websites that would help guide individuals that are interested in that certain subspecialty of emergency medicine. Another project that we are currently working on is curating these resources based on the modality that may best fit that individual. And so that's something that we're working on hoping to get some help and medical students are definitely welcome to help us with this project. I'd also like to put a plug in for another part, a large part of SAM RAM's education, and that is with the SAM Pulse magazine. Uh, as part of the Pulse magazine, we have a RAM section and we're always open to submissions from both residents and medical students. Topics are not limited. This can be, uh, range from your individual experience, what you learn from it, to if there's a certain topic that you are passionate about. Um, previous publications have included um, some pieces on wilderness medicine. Um, we've also highlighted some past presidents as to how they got into emergency medicine, what their vision was for SAM RAMS. Um, we really are open to any topic that uh, medical students or residents I think would be valuable to our committee. And through the submission process, we 
do have individuals who look through these uh, these pieces, and um, we do have regular um, publications uh, every two months. So you'll see that in the SAEM Pulse um, magazine and also the emails that come from our community. I also like to highlight that every year in May we have our SEM annual meeting and as part of that annual meeting we go through the content and we highlight things that we hope would interest residents and medical students and I usually try to engage our community our RAMS community in helping with that process so that we can reach out to more people in the emergency medicine uh, community or people who are interested in emergency medicine especially our medical student um, audience to let them know what's out there and what they can be involved in and things that they can learn at our annual meeting. All right. Well, great. I'm, I know I'm definitely sold. So how do I sign up? Say I'm a medical student wanting to get interested or wanting to get involved. How do I, how do I go about doing that? Do I just email you all directly? <laughs> so there's, if you go to the sam.org website, go to get involved and there's an SAM membership page. There's a specific sub-tab that tells you all the benefits of being a medical student and joining SAM. The price to join SAM uh, as an individual for as a medical student is only 25 bucks. Uh, if you join as a group, it's only $20. Uh, as soon as you sign up for SAM, you are automatically signed up to be part of RAMS. Uh, we'll send out throughout the year messages if you want to join our committees to do some of our little more in-depth work as a part of RAMS throughout the year. We have some exciting new developments this upcoming year as we kind of combine our forces with the other divisions of SAM uh, to not only ensure the success of our goals, but also to pair you up directly with a faculty mentor. Uh, so you, the work that you do is done with a little help and also for a person to be your personal mentor throughout the time that you're a part of RAMPS. In addition, uh, for the upcoming uh, uh, annual meeting or every annual meeting, there's opportunities to become the med student ambassadors. Uh, you get a your if you're chosen to be a med student ambassador, you get your registration for the conference paid for, and you get to help out during the conference. It's a great group of people that you get to hang out with the entire time. I did it my when I was a medical student. It was my uh, initial uh, foray into SAM, and I haven't left since. So it's a great way to really get involved quickly. Uh, the applications for those usually go in around January prior to the annual meeting, but it's definitely a way to get involved. Uh, another way to get involved is simply show up at, and present at some of the SAM regional meetings. What's unique about SAM is that we actually have regional meetings. You may notice they're somewhere, somewhat closer to your home, uh, or they may even be at your medical school. So get involved there. You can often sign up at these conferences if they have a membership drive available. Uh, and you can present, you can potentially win awards, depending if the regional uh, conference is handing out awards, and get your research or things presented at a, at a regional or national conference. So there's lots of ways to get involved. We want, uh, we want to be the growing ground for academic leaders in emergency medicine, and we look forward to meeting every one of you. All right. Well, that sounds great, guys. Um, tell me, what, what else are you uh, currently working on or anything uh, coming up on the horizon anytime here soon? Uh, so one of the big things that during our kind of board meeting that we had earlier this year, uh, one thing we really want to focus on is really advocating for our members. It's, it's a tumultuous time in emergency medicine and also for the, the field of 
uh, graduate medical education, undergraduate medical education. Uh, some things have come up like closures of residencies and we want to advocate for everyone there. We want our medical students to feel that they're entering a profession that cares for them. Uh, we want medical students to be at the at the negotiating table and that's what RAMS is here for you too. We work with other uh, EM organizations uh, and advocate for our students and residents to make sure that they're able to have a job when they leave, they will have a residency spot, and also advocate for the wellness that is a huge part of uh, graduate medical education about your jobs in the future and for you to be at that, at that negotiating table. So if you want to be involved in seeing how chairs design departments, uh, well, if you're part of SAM, you can talk directly to the academic chairs. If you want to, you know, write those big letters that go out to ACGME, Congress, AAMC on not having the SVI, that's what RAMS is here for. Uh, we work with other institutions and organizations, but we're really here for our members and advocating for their growth and development. So that's what we're also here for. Well, that's fantastic, guys. Thanks for again for coming on to our show. How can people reach out to you? Uh, Twitter is a good way to try to reach me. Um, my Twitter handle is uh, James Lee underscore 17. Um, another Twitter handle I want to just give a shout out to real quick is the SAEM Rams Twitter handle. So it's SAEM underscore Rams. And uh, we're still building followers on that. So if you want to follow that and check out what SAEM is offering for uh, students and residents, go ahead and give them a follow. Nihal, what's the main website and your Twitter handle? So the main website uh, for SAM, again, is sam.org. And click on the RAMS on the front main page, and you'll get all the RAMS information. Uh, my Twitter handle, you can reach me at as N-E-H-A-L-S-N. And feel free to get in touch with me. Okay, Christine, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, what's a good way to contact you? Uh, you can definitely contact me at my Twitter handle. That would be at C-L-U-O underscore E-M. And that would be a great way, and I'd love to hear from everybody. All right. Well, uh, Christine, Nahal, James, thanks again for being on our uh, podcast here today. It was great to hear from all of you, and also just amazing to hear about RAMS and all of the uh, incredible work that you guys are uh, putting together here and all the great resources for both residents uh, and, of course, our medical students. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. another episode of the EM Stud Podcast. We appreciate you joining us. Please feel free to go to our website at www.emstud.com and follow us on your favorite place where you receive your podcasts. On behalf of my colleague, ER Dr. Nate, this is your EMED coach, Dr. Scott, where you're signing off for another edition of the EM Stud Podcast. Rotate well, my friends.